Hey everyone, welcome uh, back to the Tribe of Nerds. Uh, Gabe and I are going to be talking about Moon Knight Episode 2. So, uh, some exciting stuff. Uh, Gabe, what, what were your impressions of Moon Knight Episode 2? Um, well, I'm glad we got to see you some more drip uh, from uh, Moon Knight Man guy... I don't know if you're still gonna. I guess we should just call him Moon Knight whenever he wears the white attire. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was a it was kind of a funny episode, and it was um, honestly, uh, you thought it was confusing. It gets a little more confusing because mm-hmm. I and honestly, I, I think it's going kind of down a really good path. Mm-hmm. So it was gonna be like a bait and switch, but. If you liked whatever the heck was going on in the first episode, you're probably going to like this one. Yeah, I mean, it, there are parts of it that are definitely a little confusing, but I, I felt like some of it was clearing up, and, like, my parents were a little weirded out by the first episode um, last week, and then when I rewatched this episode with them the other day, yesterday, and they... My mom was like, okay, well, I like it better after this episode, so... Yeah, like, you can, it's going down this really fascinating route where, like, you're, you can tell he's definitely crazy, but mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a feeling this show is going to kind of uh, have us go down this uh, windy trail for a while, figuring out what the heck is this guy's background. So, it's it's enticing. If you haven't watched the first episode, I recommend it. Yeah, I I totally recommend it, too. Like, I feel like... I really liked Hawkeye, and I think we both really loved Loki, and, like, this is, I I think it's the same quality as both of those, and not that I hated the other show, well, I mean, What If is probably the one that I liked the least, but WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier weren't bad, but, like, I feel like the same consistent quality throughout, in my opinion, was, like, Loki and Hawkeye, and then this is, like, on that level. Yeah, it's it's got its spunk, which is I think that's what Loki definitely had some some char- some character to it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so um, uh, let's get into the specifics. So I mean, Stephen gets fired <laughs> after the whole incident at the end of the first episode, which makes sense. I mean. Nobody at the museum is going to know what the hell just happened other than, okay, Steven was there from the security footage, so we pretty much have to let him go. So that made sense. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a, if I saw some dude running around and stuff, uh, I, I'd fire him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and the interesting part, and we see this later in the episode, too, with the with the jackal. I guess they're jackals. Uh, we, we've been saying werewolves, but they're called jackals. Um, and, uh, and they basically appear to be invisible to everybody but uh, Moon Knight, but, but Steven or Mark. Which, the, honestly, um, to, just with the jackals and all the stuff he's seeing... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still a little, uh, kind of on the fence as to how much is in his head and how much is, um, I guess, real but only apparent to him. 
because uh, I know the character does have some. He's kind of wackadoodle. <laughs> um, so I I think some of it could be kind of like just it's only him seeing it. But I also think some of it could be like actually real. And then part of me is like, okay, is this like just invisible? But does it still like actually like interact with the physical world? I'm like, what is going on? But yeah. Yeah, and like, and it's the same thing with Conchu. Is like, it's in his Conchu's in uh, Mark or Steven's head as well, um, as well as like his, his other personalities, obviously. Um, and it seems like Ethan Hawke's character of Arthur is, like, because he said he was the previous avatar for Khonshu, like, he's the only one that really understands it. Yeah, so, uh, at least with, like, that guy, Khonshu, uh, we know he's at least sort of real. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have to kind of, like, uh, piece it together, mm-hmm. maybe he is, like, he can summon his, uh, his Moon Knight fit. And, you know, go go a little wacky, kooky, crazy. But there's, like, different personalities um, that he kind of, like, resonates with that are just, like... I mean, we'll get into it with, like, some more ex- exposition that comes along, but maybe just, like, he just can't remember parts of his life. And I'll, uh, maybe just, like there's just a couple different versions of Moon Knight floating around in his, head, in his head, but he's still Moon Knight. Yeah, and, like, it it was, like, going off of that with the exposition of being, like, I mean, we find out that um, Kanchu basically found him as a corpse, like that was said, so that was interesting to hear about, and then, like, the, the police who end up being working for Arthur Harrow, Ethan Hawke, and they are they do some research and find out like he was with a group of mercenaries and they tied up a bunch of archaeologists and shot them in the head so and then steven's all like i shot a dude (laughs) yeah that was that that stuff is crazy so i'm like i'm excited to kind of see the flashbacks later in the show because i assume we'll see what happened for ourselves but yeah me too because up till this point you just assume that he just um, kind of has DID going on, mm-hmm. but then you're like, oh, like you didn't know the extent to which you didn't know he was forgetting like an entire chunk of his life. Right. Yeah, and like, so it's it's interesting to think about too. Is like, so is Stephen the original personality, or was Mark the original personality? Because I'm, I'm thinking it was Mark, obviously, because then he started having this stuff happen it it sounds like from when uh Khonshu, like saved him or whatever and that's when steven came along so i i think mark is the original personality yeah and plus when you have uh a new character that's introduced refer to him as mark more often than not that's when i'm like okay maybe Maybe this is kind of like the story-wise, they're dropping us off in a place that's just we're gonna have a lot of flashbacks from here. Yeah, yeah. So let, let let's talk about that person that knows him as as Mark. Uh, we get Layla, um, his wife or Mark's wife that we find out. Um, I, I I liked her. I mean, I'm I'm anxious to kind of learn more about her. Um, it is interesting also that 
I feel like it could have been just, like, more manipulation on Conchu's part, but how Conchu's even considering, like, oh, I'm gonna use, uh, have Layla be my next avatar instead of you, but I, I feel like that's probably just manipulating Mark into, like, staying with him so he doesn't try anything, so. Yeah, uh, the antagonist right now is definitely kind of, um, kind of taking things easy right now, mm-hmm. um, which has me thinking a lot of this could be just deception, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he's bringing Layla into the mix, so I'm like, that also has me thinking, like, um, man, I wonder if she also has some uh, gnarly Egyptian powers, too. Yeah, so I guess mean, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm thinking that she definitely could. Um, like, I, I, I'm excited to kind of learn more about her character um, as well. But, I mean, even we... We'll talk about um, Ethan Hawke here shortly, but... Um, I mean, he even calls Khonshu a liar when he's talking to Steven. So, I'm like, to what extent, like, how much is Khonshu telling the truth? Or has everything he's been telling Mark slash Steven a lie? Yeah, which we have that intuition that maybe Ethan Hawke's character isn't the most trustworthy guy. Yeah. And uh, Khonshu is like, frickin' punch him in the throat. <laughs> in the wind so, like, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this guy, so I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they both can't be trusted. Or maybe they'll throw a curveball and, you know, uh, it turns out, you know, we can trust the one we didn't expect to trust. Yeah, yeah, so um, let's talk about more Ethan Hawke. Let's talk about Arthur Harrow here um, and more of his creepy cults. I mean, his cult literally watches Animal Planet, so... <laughs> Which, who actually does that? <laughs> I mean, not, not, I mean, I've, Animal Planet's pretty much, like, not even Animal Planet anymore, so. Yeah, same situation as History Channel. It kind of went hard, like, 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah. And then they started <laughs> freaking doing, I don't even know what. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he seems like a benevolent leader, and then he starts acting all freaky around, uh, Stephen Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stark, if you will, uh, <laughs> or uh, Maven, if you will. Let's go, Maven. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Maven. Um, average British person name, but um, yeah, uh, it's 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 kind of uh, throwing me for a loop. Um, and when he's talking about Kanchu, I'm like, so was he the last? Moon Knight man, and I'm like, how how far does his relationship go? Like, what, what did he screw him over or something? Like, he seems to, he doesn't seem to trust uh, the giant walking dog. Yeah, or bird or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's like, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like also Arthur seems like he ditched Kanchu for this crocodile lady god. Yeah. Um. We don't know why exactly, but I assume we're gonna find that out. I I don't I don't think for this show that they're going to leave anything. Um, I don't think they're gonna completely. I don't think they're not gonna tell us things about Arthur. And it's not like the other shows where they had so many antagonists that they pretty much had to ditch one of them. So 
in character development. Yeah, and um, I mean, really, he, uh, Steven has yet to kind of like really get in touch with uh, Kanju. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of like, man, um, I, I do wonder if they're going to incorporate many other gods or goddesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe the, the proportions can get a lot bigger than they are what now. But uh, I, I definitely think there's, obviously, there's like a really big sort of uh, conflict at hand with Arthur sort of ditching him for his croc goddess so mm-hmm. yeah i yeah i'm really interested in in arthur though like i i think i just think he's one of the most unique villains we've gotten in the mcu so far um but um i mean i think that was pretty clear when the first scene is literally him putting glass in his shoes so. yeah yeah and it's just like he hasn't even shown his true colors yet right so I don't know. Maybe he could be uh, one of those bad guys that are pretty multidimensional. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if he goes the rest of the series without being like a mustache twirling villain, I'd be fine with it. Maybe if he was, honestly, if his just interests clashed against Stevens or whatever, uh, and, you know, he's only bad for maybe like one or two reasons Mm -hmm. i I wouldn't mind it honestly Uh, and i know for a fact uh i hardly have that much information on the moon knight character i'm not like super read up on him Mm -hmm. so if they could like keep arthur's character around Mm -hmm. and sort of uh maybe kind of expand a little into this is really early to be talking about this, but, like, kind of uh, brainstorm for season two and keep Arthur and maybe keep another few other characters around. It'd be really good to kind of um, sort of throw in more mystical uh, characters into right. the franchise. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where Moon Knight's going to take off from this show, whether there's going to be a season two or where else we'd see Moon Knight. They haven't told us anything. Like, there's nothing that Oscar Isaac has signed to be on for more in the MCU, so we'll have to see. Right, right. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure they're not just going to do this uh, Moon Knight as a one-off character. Like, that's just not how the MCU has worked, so. Right. Um, but, uh, let, let's talk about, uh, it's, uh, Steven gets a new, uh, his own Moon Knight, uh, costume, uh, known as Mr. Knight, um, in the suit, and I honestly love Steven even more, because he's just a dork, and, um, I mean, the, the best quote of the episode was definitely, uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, here comes Steven, or my name's Steven with the V, like, that's oh, Steven. Yeah, I imagine this is going to be um, our British uh, Moon Knight, which, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's definitely something. Uh, you know, British people are on thin ice, so I'll, I'll let it slide. But um, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of cool. I, I think, honestly, I like 
the hooded version a bit better. Yeah. But let me let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If they could bring even more uh, kind of like alternate costumes for him, like two or three more. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of freaking dope. I think I think they would have to make up like a couple more personalities in the back of Steven's head mm-hmm. for that to happen because uh, he obviously dons the suit, the three piece suit when mm-hmm. he's still Steven ish. Right. And I'm assuming the Moon Knight cloak comes out when he's more Mark. Right. Um. But if they could, like, um, maybe the series will go along and we'll learn, hey, he has, like, a couple more characters sitting in the back of his head. If they could do kind of, like, just constantly swap it out using um, Oscar Isaac's acting chops. Yeah. And just, like, have different Moon Knights pop up, That's that, that would be huge. But I, I think it was a pretty slick outfit. I would, um, you know, what I expect out of it is kind of, like, different action moves mm-hmm. with each correlating outfit right and um i don't know uh you, you know maybe we'll get to see mark a bit more but you know we'll still get um surprise appearances from steven whenever he puts on the white suit so i'm, I'm really eager to see how much they're gonna play around with like the different personalities and the different suits and stuff yeah I mean, I think, so in the comics, um, from what I heard, because I was invited to be on another podcast last week after the first episode from somebody else, um, and uh, they were more versed in the Moon Knight comics than me, or us, and they were like the, um, there. there's another personality in the Moon Knight comics, I can't, I think his first name was Jake, but I can't remember his last name, Um and then um, they were talking about also, like, some of these other references. Like, there's been a couple Easter eggs um, also to other characters in the Moon Knight comics. There was, uh, in the phone that Steven had when he pulled it out, uh, or Mark's phone, it says uh, Doochamp. Uh, that's a character in the Moon Knight comics. And the guy that's the living statue that Steven hugs in this episode is supposed to be Bertrand Crawley. Hmm. Okay, I uh, recognize neither of those names. Yeah, I. But that'd be that'd be kind of a kind of a twist if uh, the statue man turned out to be a major character. <laughs> I, I think it's, imagine yeah. his power is just like standing absolutely still and freaking people out. I'd love to see him uh, go up against Drax, where he can stand still the longest. <laughs> How is he doing this? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I That's what I heard from the other podcast uh, that I was on. But, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I don't think... I think that's just an Easter egg. I don't think that that living statue dude is actually going to be that major. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just... I think... Well, first of all... We know they like to kind of just like throw little nuggets and Easter eggs and stuff, so it could be just like blink and you miss it type thing. Mm-hmm. But I think there's like a lot of potential to throw in more characters into this, so we'll, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else you wanted to discuss from episode two? Um, 
the one part where he's in like the storage hall unit yeah. and the dog bird man starts walking towards him oh, and yeah. like the lights start slamming off and on. That shit was tight. Yeah. And you even get like the great scene of when he, when he walks into Kanchu and then it just does like the freeze frame on Steven's face right before he runs out. Like that was a cool choice. Yeah, I it, it kind of makes me want like this series to be like keep up some of the creepy parts because <laughs> obviously uh, I think it was a pretty banger choice to start off with Arthur just like doing that crazy ass shit with like putting the broken glass in his shoes. Right. And uh, honestly, like um, the first episode and this one are pretty mind fucking. So I'm like, wow, like there's. I hope we keep up like the weird in this. Yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, like we said, we we both, we both love the weirdness of Loki. So like, I, I think doing more weird stuff like this is always a fun time. So absolutely. So, um, all right, well, let's hit predictions for episode three. What, what do you got, Gabe, for episode three? In episode three of Moon Knight, I think he's finally gonna learn a little thing called trust with his schizo friend, Mark, or <laughs> just Mark. Um, also, the frickin' last scene, um, you know, I think... Uh, I didn't know how long they were kind of they were gonna hold off until, kind of like info dumping, mm-hmm. um, on the whole Mark thing, but I I think I think it's right around the corner. If not next episode, the episode after that, he's gonna be like, okay, I guess I can trust this weird man in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think there's gonna be some synergy between his different personalities hopefully pretty soon we'll get to see him uh go mark mode and start running around in the uh in the cloak because we only got like a little sneak peek of that in the first episode mm-hmm. uh, and honestly it's probably just too damn cool to just throw in like the third episode maybe they'll hold off until the fourth one like i said mm-hmm. but i honestly think uh there's going to be a crossroads and they're going to, these characters are going to meet in the middle sooner and then later. I mean, like right now he seems like pretty, he, at the end of this episode, he was pretty pissed at his Mark persona. He was like, that's it. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. But the fact that he put on his, uh, sadistic Colonel Sanders outfit, <laughs> <laughs> Is it, that's a that's a good sign of progress. So I think that uh, it's gonna start slowly making its way in, and in, in, until we're ready for a pretty grand reveal. Um, yeah. If this is like what, like six episodes? Yeah, I believe it's six episodes. Okay, if it's gonna be six episodes, then yeah, I'm I'm guessing that it's gonna trickle in throughout episode three mark and um you know mr knight and then sort of sew itself together right uh, maybe by the end of that episode or by four yeah um yeah i i think we're gonna get some flashbacks because they're going to visit Amit's tomb and i think that's where this all started uh for 
Mark and Steven, I think that they're going to flash back to that next episode and then go back and show them uh, continuing this journey, which, um, I mean, because Mark's already in Egypt that they showed at the end of the episode, so... Right. Um, I, I don't know where it's going to end up. I think clearly Arthur is going to throw some uh, spanners in there um, throughout, so we, we don't know where, what to expect. Um, I've heard people that have, because I think they gave the press the first four episodes this time, um, oh. and I think the press has been saying that episode four is uh, the best of the first four. Okay. That, so also, that's like that's damn near the whole series. That's a yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked to find that out because um, I think in the past they've only given them like two, maybe three episodes. Um, I think it was yeah. two. I think it was two for all the other six episode series, and then it was um, three for both Wandavision and What If. But that just indicates to me the last episode or like the last two are going to be bangers. Mm-hmm. They like if they're gonna show four whole ass episodes to uh, critics. Obviously, there's contractual stuff, but that's still like most like they gotta be holding on to some cards. So right. I guess we'll have to see what that is. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited also. Like, what what are the post credit scenes going to be by the end? Like, what you know? I don't know, but like I'm I'm excited to watch the rest of the show, but you know. Of course, like, every single Marvel thing, it's like, what are they going to set up next? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, ex- I'm enjoying this character. I, I'm glad that Marvel has been trying out these new characters and kind of integrating them in, um, because that's what the MCU was for a while, was getting new characters in to build up that story, so. Also, if they can frickin', uh do like him blade like whatever that um kind of emo group is with like all the all the mystical slash dark characters i I can't remember what i think it's the midnight suns yeah okay yeah i was gonna be like someone's probably gonna know what i'm talking about yeah if they could freaking do that dude so yeah this i think this is huge for like going in that direction yeah i I, I think that's probably where this would end up if, you know, they, like, uh, this and then Marshall Ali Blade, um, and then, I don't know, I don't know who else is a part of that group. I mean, Morbius might be a part of that group, but, no. uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige wants to stay away from Sony unless it's, like, more Spider-Man stuff with Tom Holland, but. Oh, yeah, don't even throw them a freaking bone. <laughs> So, yeah, no, then they'll just got, get confident again and keep wanting to produce more crap. Um, speaking of which, um, nerdy news, uh, Morbius came out last weekend, my advice is skip it. Um, <laughs> Gabe and I went on a whole rant, or I went on a whole rant with Gabe, um, before we hit record, so we don't need to go through that again, just... You don't need to feel compelled to skip Morbius. It's not in the MCU, um, and nobody knows what the hell Sony was thinking. So, everyone affiliated with that movie should retire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you 
watch anything from what the director, even the director and Jared Leto have been saying. Like, they they don't even have faith in this, in that movie, so. Yeah, they're like, this is a big stinker, so what, dude? Oh, did you see, I forgot to mention this in our rant, but did you see the, um, I think the actor's name was Tyrese Gibson, and it was the, he plays one of the cops in the movie, which end up not being great characters because they get no development. But, um, he, so someone made a meme of, like, Martin Scorsese being, like, so impressed by Morbius that he cried and, like, denounced his, uh, hatred for, uh, comic book movies and Tyrese Gibson actually thought it was a real thing. So he's like, bro, I can't believe this movie made Martin Scorsese, uh, 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 love comic book movies. Hell yeah. And then everybody's like. Tyrese, dude, that was a joke. You wish. <laughs> Movie so damn bad it f- frickin' reverse psychology to him. <laughs> the fact that Tyrese Gibson even thought that the, that the movie actually was getting praise. I just, I don't know. Anyway, um, in good news, uh, Sonic 2 is coming out this weekend, so... Starring Knuckles. Yep, yeah, Idris Elba's Knuckles. Um, we got Tails in there as well from the post-credit of the first Sonic. Um, and yeah, more Jim Carrey, more Ben Schwartz as Sonic. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I really like the first one. I've heard everybody's saying like the second one is even better than the first. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm expecting... Also, uh, not to cut you off, but... No, you're good. All... Lego fans. The Lego Skywalker Saga video game is officially out now. So if you like building little Legos and video games in this, and, and you like Star Wars, honestly, I, I never really played any Lego games as a kid. Surprise. <laughs> uh, I didn't play Batman, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Uh, I, I, play, I think I played Harry Potter <laughs> Lego when... I was, honestly, I think I played it just like this year. Mm-hmm. Um, for 15 minutes, it was pretty fun, so I'm pretty sure this game will be pretty fun. Uh, I guess that's pretty nerdy. Uh, I've been hearing really good things about it in case mm-hmm. you're looking for something new to do. And you have $70 to spend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about it, too. Um, I, as a kid, and I still have this in... Because uh, I still have my PS2, but in a bag with all my games on, on it. I still have the two original Lego Star Wars games. Ooh, those uh, will be worth something in a, in a few years years here. Yeah, that they're they're approaching like 20 years old at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, which is just weird because like those were the first like Lego video games that started it all. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's, like, to see how far LEGO video games have even come and all the IPs they've touched. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I've played a little bit of the LEGO Marvel games. Those were pretty fun, um, but there's just, like, so much... Like, there's so much to do in them, and that's, like... I mean, because, like, they obviously have thrown in so many characters in there from the comics and from the MCU, and yeah. so... Um, and even having their own storylines, I think, in their games, because they did, like... I think the first one was all about fighting Galactus, and then, like, the second one, I think, was, like, Kane the Conqueror. So, 
Oh, and then they had like. How, how do you make a giant Galactus Lego figure? I don't know. So like you, I be the biggest Lego known to man. I think I beat the story mode of the first Lego Marvel superheroes, and then you unlock him as a character. But it's like a mini Galactus figure, so you're just <laughs> it's the same That's size as the other ones when you get him. That's tight. Yeah, and I think there was a Lego Marvel Avengers on the first two Avengers movies as well that was a little bit shorter, but, um, but, yeah, so I think, um, and then, uh, I believe, uh, all projects at WB with Ezra Miller got canceled, I think he's officially being fired. Oh yeah, because freaking going off the rails. I watched a TikTok today going off going over all the, like, allegations, not even mm-hmm. just allegations, just shit they've done over, like, the last several weeks, it's it's enough to make a grown man cry. Like, yeah. I don't know how someone has that much rage in them, but if you're looking forward to the Flash movie, I don't know many people, I don't know many people who, like, were seriously were, but uh, I hate to say it, that might be pushed back again. So. Yeah, and also uh, Ezra Miller is in Fantastic Beasts 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Coming out in a couple weeks, which I I was, I was liked the first one, um, and then the second one kind of went downhill, and obviously Johnny Depp got replaced by uh, Mads Mikkelsen, so... Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, I... Under, not under the circumstances that Johnny Depp went out, but Mads Mikkelsen is a good actor as well, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of whether I want to see Fantastic Beasts 3, but also I don't really want to give WB more money because they're kind of just... Them and Sony are kind of just um, corrupt. Fucking it. Yeah. Um... Uh, other good movies, I mean, in a few, a week after Fantastic Beasts 3 is the Nick Cage movie, Unbearable, uh, Massive Talent, um, can't remember the full title, but it's like Massive Talent, the new Nick Cage movie that's literally about Nick Cage playing himself in an action movie. Yeah, which Nick Cage, Nick Cage is goaded, so I I might see that one. I, I want to, just, it's literally going to be the most Nick Cage movie, it's also starring Pedro Pascal and uh aka the mandalorian and um yeah i mean i i i think it's gonna be a fun thing i liked all the trailers and um literally as nick cage shouting his own name at the very end of the trailer so like that's enough to sell me on seeing oh yeah seeing the movie um so i'm excited for that and of course the week after that is doctor strange 2 so So I'm I'm ready for that. I'm the new trailer dropped the like yesterday and it showed clips of more clips for Wanda. Like her kids are going to be back in it from WandaVision and Oh my god. So I'm I'm excited and Sam Raimi's directing like I think it's going to be a really good movie. I know people are like well, the cameos, it's going to focus only on cameos. It's like, well, we just saw No Way Home and they made the can like the cameos or whatever they made them an integral part of the story with like andrew and toby so like yeah it can still be a crowd pleaser while still having a narrative you're talking to mr raimi here yeah he's like and marvel studios isn't going to interfere and and enough to like ruin it kevin feige knows what he's doing and from all i've heard with like a lot of the directors i mean 
the director Chloe Zhao for Eternals, like she got to make a Chloe Zhao movie um, in a lot of ways. So it's just kind of like I, I see it more like Kevin Feige and the team are like, hey, you guys should. They kind of just offer little bits here and there of being like, you guys need to put this or you should put this, but otherwise, like, make your movie how you want it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm ready to see what happens with Doctor Strange too. And I mean, they already pretty much teased that Patrick Stewart is going to be one of the cameos. So <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So, um, well, I think that's uh, I think. Uh, you have anything else, Gabe, for nerdy news? I don't believe I do. Okay. Well, I think that's it for Moon Knight Episode 2. So next week, uh, we'll see you guys next week for uh, Episode 3 of Moon Knight on Tribe of Nerds.